Hello, everyone. Welcome to Talking Logistics, where we have conversations with thought leaders and newsmakers in the supply chain logistics industry. It's my great pleasure to welcome today's program, uh, Will Maurer, who is uh, Brokerage Region Lead at Napa Transportation, and Prasad Galopoli, who is Founder, Strategic Advisor, and CCO at Trucker Tools. And today we're going to talk about how technology helps keep drivers safe while giving shippers the real-time visibility that they want. So where's my trucker shipment? Uh, when will it arrive? Is the truck available? I mean, those are the, uh, you know, the basic questions that companies have always asked. And answering them has traditionally involved you know, making check calls to carriers and drivers you know, throughout the day. So are you still operating that way? Um, what problems or challenges does it create? And how can real-time visibility technology uh, help? Well, those are the key questions we're going to discuss in today's episode. It's great to have Will and Prasad with us to share some insights and advice on this topic. So, Will, Prasad, welcome to the program. Yes, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, same here, uh, Adrian. This is, a, this is a great opportunity, and thanks for having me. Great. Well, uh, Will, uh, you're a first-time guest on Talking Logistics, and uh, you know, I always like to, you know, in case people are not familiar with the, some of the companies that we feature here, uh, maybe before we dive into the topic, why don't you tell us a little bit about Napa Transportation, a little bit about your operations and, and your role there? Sure. Yeah, thanks. Napa Transportation is a, a family-owned uh, trucking business here in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, we have about 430 drivers that uh, work for us. We have a terminal here in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania is our main hub. We also have a location in uh, Columbus, Ohio, Harrisonburg, Virginia, Richmond, Virginia, uh, also in Tonkanic, Pennsylvania. So uh, we have a pretty good uh, foothold in the Northeast market, uh, serving Central Pennsylvania, New England, Ohio, uh, and in the Southeast as well. So uh, we've been in business since 1991, uh, just recently celebrated our 30 year anniversary uh, here at Napa Transportation. Uh, we're, we're an asset-based brokerage division. Uh, the brokerage division that I'm uh, responsible for is uh, Northeast Logistics. Uh, we've been uh, operating a brokerage uh, alongside Napa Transportation for the past uh, 10 years or so, founded in uh, 2011. So we've definitely grown a lot. Uh, I've been with the company here about uh, seven years, uh, May 11th. So we're almost exactly at my, my seven year anniversary mark here with the company. Uh, when I started here personally, uh, the brokerage department uh, was about a four person department. And we currently employ uh, approximately 22 people on, on, on our staff and we have more in the pipeline. So uh, we've definitely grown a lot uh, over the, the past few years, especially since I've been here uh, from a revenue uh, standpoint, uh, book loads um, and, and personnel. So a lot of great opportunity here at Napa Transportation, um, have a bright future ahead of ourselves. You know, um, Trucker Tools has definitely been a part of that for us as far as helping us get to where we are now. Um, I'm sure we'll cover some of that in the later part of the, in the in interview here. But, um, you know, we're, a, we're a, a family company, privately owned uh, business. The brokers department uh, works alongside uh, the Napa transportation uh, asset side of the business. We share a lot of the same customers. Uh, we do have some brokerage uh, specific accounts, but for the most part, a lot of the customers that we deal with, we share both with the Northeast Logistics broker side and, and Napa Transportation as well. Wow, great. Well, first of all, you know, 30 years, uh, great milestone uh, coming up on your, uh, is it seven years or eight years coming up May 11th? Uh, for me personally, I'll be here seven years uh, on May 11th. Yeah. Seven years. So, you know, uh, uh, an early, uh, you know, uh, happy anniversary uh, on that. 
and certainly great growth, uh, both on the asset side of the business, but obviously on the, on the brokerage side as well, as, as you talked about. So, you know, you, you've certainly seen, you know, over the past uh, decade, you know, a lot of change in, in this industry with regards to the ups and downs of, of, of the, uh, of the market. Um, but, but let's, let's, let's start, you know, to, to get started with the conversation, let's start before you implemented, you know, trucker tools. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, what were some of the, the, the challenges or opportunities for improvement that, that led you to search for a, uh, for a solution? Well, a lot of that was driven by our customers, uh, to be honest with you, um, carriers or customers, shippers wanted visibility to their shipments real time. Um, so that was really the, the driving force behind getting us on board with a technology partner that would help us meet our customers' needs. Um, and also once we, once we onboarded and, and satisfied our customers' need to have visibility to the loads, we really started seeing the benefits for, for, from a uh, tracking and tracing standpoint that came along with the visibility that we had now gained access to by able to see our, our trucks uh, in real time where our loads were in transit. Um, but to, you know, to, to go back to before we started Trucker Tools, we, we spent a lot of time, um, you know, babysitting loads, making a lot of phone calls to drivers, carriers, uh, to be quite honest, uh, sweating sometimes whether or not somebody was actually on the way to pick up a load or we didn't know if the load was going to show up on time at the receiver. There was a lot of guesswork uh, involved in our, our check call process before we had a technology partner uh, like Trucker Tools to help give us visibility to those loads. So. Um, also we were a little bit smaller, uh, of an organization. So it was, it was somewhat more manageable. Like I cannot imagine getting to the size that we are now without having trucker tools, uh, as a partner to help us, you know, satisfy our customers needs to have that visibility. And also it gives us the peace of mind to know that the loads are where they're supposed to be. And if, if we find that they're not, then we have the ability to be proactive and, and take action to make sure we can find recovery solutions to the loads or implement implement different strategies to make sure the load gets delivered on time. But it was definitely a, a different environment. Um, you know, also too with the, with drivers. We, you know, four or five years ago when we before we started uh, you know, with you guys, a lot of drivers were still not used to the idea of having uh, an application on their phone that they had to use to be able to be tracked. And so there was a little bit of a learning curve that we've kind of, I think, gotten to or past at this point where most of the carriers that we and drivers that we work with now are familiar with um, that process and are comfortable with being able to sh- share their location services. So we have visibility to that. And they also start are seeing the benefits as well from a, from a carrier standpoint. But um, it's definitely been a, a big transition coming to this point from where we were you know, a few years ago. And, and what we were doing four years ago would, would not have been sustainable um, now at the size that we have uh, our business currently. Yeah, you know, you hear a lot about, you know, companies such as yours looking to drive scalable, profitable growth, right? Mm-hmm. And, and profitability is always a key point, especially with the ups and downs of, of the market. So when you think about your growth and you think about kind of the manual oriented way that you used to operate four or five years ago, you know, you would probably need double the amount of people that you have now, you know, at the, at the size of your business to be able to do all those phone calls and all that tracking, but not, but not necessarily uh, the, the, the right kind of growth. It's more growth because you, you just need the, 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 the hands and the ears to call to make all those, those phone calls, you know, really impacting your, your profitability if, if you really had an implemented, you know, technology, you know, mm-hmm. kind of curious, you know, the comment about the driver adoption and carrier adoption. I, I, did you start off or I would assume that you probably started off first with the Napa drivers and, 
in the, the asset side of your business to kind of test the technology out a little bit and then rolled it out to others? I mean, how, how did the, the rollout go? Uh, so just to be clear, uh, the Trucker Tools platform is uh, currently only being deployed with our brokerage business. We have our own ELD providers on our Napa trucks that okay. we use for, for GPS visibility. Um, uh, I, I believe we're only focused on the, on the brokerage side of the business with, with your solution at this time. Okay, great, great. Okay, just uh, but but I would assume that you know it's always the case with this initial resistance, you know, to any kind of technology or changing the way things mm-hmm. done. And, and and there's a lot of understandable, you know, people don't want to be you know big brother, you know, looking over them. But what I've I've found in talking to you know companies that have implemented these solutions over the years is that there's initial resistance, there's initial uh, work that needs to be done to get the buy-in. But mm-hmm. then you know um, once they see the benefits. Uh, you know, if you try to take the technology away from them, they'll say, wait, no, we don't want to go back to the old ways. I mean, do, do, do you concur? Or is that kind of, do you think that's the same uh, in your case? Yeah, we certainly see that. I mean, we've deployed new technology solutions uh, on on the on our driver asset side that have been, uh, not say slow to adapt, but, you know, drive cam uh, technology for driver safety, certain, some of those things where you know, we've met some resistance at first, uh, but once the drivers recognize the benefits to them, from a safety standpoint, um, liability standpoint, they start to see that it's beneficial to them. And I've definitely noticed from a you know GPS tracking or ELD tracking that we implement on the on the brokerage side, uh, the drivers are familiar with the process and they recognize the benefits of the app and of having the tracking that you know results in less uh, frequent phone calls from us to interrupt their either driving or their uh, so their break time. Um, you know, if they're off duty, we, don't, we really don't like bothering drivers when they're not uh, working. But, you know, we would do that um, before trucker tools to make sure that the loads were where they needed to be. But with the software now, you know, we can sell them the drivers on the benefit of not having to be pestering them as often as we maybe used to, because we can just see uh, through the trucker tools platform where the loads are and gives us the peace of mind to know that the loads are where they need to be. And if there's something that we need to do to uh, take action on it, we can, we'll certainly call them, but we don't want to bother the drivers any more than, uh, than necessary to make sure we get the updates that we need. Right. Right. Well, Prasad, that brings me, you know, to you, uh, you know, perfect transition here. I mean, I, I've heard it said that, you know, check calls are the, the bane of every trucker's, you know, existence. Uh, you, you know, wh- why is that? I mean, wh- what problems or challenges do they create? Um, Adrian, first of all, thanks uh, for, for having this conversation and we'll, um, Happy anniversary uh, coming up soon for you, uh, the seventh, uh, seventh anniversary. Um, Adrian, going to your question about the check calls, the, the biggest way somebody looks at check calls, especially on the carrier side, you mentioned about this big brothering, right? So for a trucker, truck driver, you know, a broker or someone calling him every hour and asking where he is, uh, just pesters him. You know, it's got a trust issue from his viewpoint. So the guy is driving and he says, well, I'm out north of uh, Richmond, right? And, you know, um, an hour later, um, the broker calls and says, where are you, let's say, right? And he says, well, I'm just entering Richmond. And so you took you an hour, you're still there, right? You know, traffic, right? He's stuck in traffic. So from his viewpoint, hey, why are you calling me, pestering me like this? This is big brothering me every second. You're like, you know, I could pull pull my truck to you know to eat lunch, and you're asking me why why like um, that 
it it basically over years has developed a you know a um, a connotation where it's like literally check calls are considered as big brothering me why are you unlike so there's so much resistance from truckers um, <clears throat> that on that side that side right the second part I know we we touch on this a little bit is the safety issue right I mean when a trucker gets on a call you know you're just taking his attention away from the road right. Um, that's not some, but something that the brokers would like to do, right? You know, in the absence of mm, no technology, right? Like there's no technology, check calls were the only way to find out where the truck is because like Will said, shippers need where their load is, right? If there are uh, exceptions, they need to know quickly. Uh, but with the technology, we could circumvent this whole risk of calling the driver. Um, so that that's an, an important thing. I'd like to shift a little bit onto the broker side too on that same question, right? When we talk about check calls, check calls are like, you know, it's not just hated by carriers, but actually brokers also don't like it. So uh, the way we look at that is, uh, you know, imagine um, Bill um, <clears throat> going to a college uh, graduate and saying, hey, like, come and work for Napa Logistics uh, or Transportation. Um, uh, um, all day, all you're going to do is call this uh, driver uh, or drivers and mark that in our system. That 20 year old is going to look at Will and say, well, have you not heard about a technology called tracking, right? Um, uh, why should I be a job that he could sell, right? So that's first part. The second part is, um, you know, the trust part of it, right? You know, the truck's not moving, stuck in the traffic, things like that. In, Will said it very well. We were not sure um, if a load is going to be picked up on time or not. That's a real concern for brokers, right? Because when a shipper gives a load to the broker, the broker is pretty much, you know, has the responsibility to make sure it's picked up on time. When that's not done, that relationship between the shipper and the broker is going to get uh, you know, questioned and disrupted and KPIs. And there's monetary uh, aspects of it that are included, right? So this is a, you know, in a technology uh, less solution where it's manual check calls, it becomes really a pain for, for brokers. So um, the technology has appeal for both, not just the carriers to eliminate this big brother ringing, but also for the brokers. Yeah, no, that definitely. I mean, I think I've, I've heard, um... Uh, you know, stories from, from both sides, you know, over, over the years. And I think that's one of the, the things that people love the most about, you know, the, 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 the technology right now to be able to, uh, you know, move away from, from that and, and really, um, you know, f focus their resources, you know, from the, from the standpoint of the driver, obviously it's to drive safely, um, do what they need to do to, you know, uh, stay on time and so forth. Um, but also for the, for the brokers, you know, focusing their resources on the things that are you know most important and, and are going to drive the most value to to the business, the most value to the customers, and 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 so forth. Um, so so we'll about you know back to you. So so now tell us a little bit about how you're you're actually using you know trucker tools in, in your operations. Um, and then what what benefits uh, you know has the technology provided? You know, let's look at it from three perspectives: to your employees, your carrier partners, and and then ultimately your your shipper customers. Yeah, so from uh, an employee standpoint, you know, to your point there, Prasad, it allows our team to be more focused on, you know, revenue driving business opportunities, forward type thinking, uh, 
investments in, 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 the, in the carriers and in our business rather than having to be reactive to checking on loads all the time. So you're right, check, brokers do not like check calls. Uh, we wanna be focused on trying to find more customers, finding better uh, lanes, driving uh, you know, utilization with our carriers that we're currently uh, working with and trying to develop carrier relationships. So kind of a more of a forward thinking uh, process. Um, we, we found a lot of success with implementing trucker tools in our department by making it a requirement for our carriers to, to do our loads. So when we qualify a carrier to, uh, that wants to book a load with us, we are upfront about the fact that we require trucker tools tracking on our, on our loads. And we have a lot of buy-in from our carriers and that's great. We get that resolved upfront. That way we're not having to deal with trying to work out whether or not the carrier is going to use the trucker tools after the facts. We, 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 one of our reasons we are, our compliance numbers are pretty, pretty good with, with trucker tools as far as the tracking percentage is because we, we are clear upfront what the carrier is, what we expect of them when they book the loads. Additionally, one of the things we've also uh, done is um, make sure that the truck, the, the pickup number that the driver needs is uh, available to them only through the apps. That's another way that we get the drivers to, to use the app is, um, oh, the, the trucker tools tracking is required to get access to the pickup number, which you need at the shipper that allow that, uh, that also eliminates the need for that first check all oftentimes from the driver. It's like, Hey, what's the pickup number? Or I'm at the shippers. Like we already can get that all information all, all up front just because of, of, the, of the compliance up front. Um, but the way we're using the technology is, uh, really to give us ourselves peace of mind. Um, that's the biggest thing. Uh, we do deploy, uh, uh logistics coordinators. Uh, that are you know, that their job function solely is geared towards tracking and tracing the loads. So they do spend a lot of time in the trucker tools platform and monitor for issues uh, with drivers running late and then escalate as necessary if they find that there are loads that are at risk of missing delivery or they identify there might be a potential breakdown issue with a truck maybe stuck or hasn't been moved hasn't moved from their current location in over 12 hours. That's a a sign that we need to be involved in the process a little more closely. So um, we are very involved in that. Um, you know, the, the drivers, uh, we, we use the, the Trucker Tools platform uh, for, for paperwork acquisition. One of the features that we deploy with you guys is um, the ability to have drivers upload PODs or lumper receipts through the app, uh, which then eliminates the other paperwork tracking down part of the job that we, that we don't like doing necessarily uh, is, is, is tracking down the paperwork stuff. But they have the, the drivers have the ability to upload PODs, lumper receipts in the app, which then gives us visibility to it. We have a backend process with our billing department where they now see that information and it saves them and us time for having to reach out to carriers um, after the fact to get that information. Um, so that's that's kind of how we're deploying the, the technology with our business. Um, from a customer standpoint, you know, uh, like I said earlier, that that um, visibility that they require is now satisfied by being able to provide the trucker tools tracking information to them real time, so they can see where their loads are at and have the confidence that the loads are going to get delivered. And obviously, if there's something out of the ordinary or an exception to that, they expect our customers expect us to inform them of those issues, and we now have better. Uh, ability to catch that stuff because we have tracking. So, um, you know, it's a win-win for, from my perspective, from the carrier side, the customer side, uh, the broker side, uh, it really helps drive our business and uh, makes things a lot easier for us. 
Great. You know, it, it seems like you know, we were we've been talking about kind of visibility and, and tracking, but in your comments here, you, you really focused in on other areas, right? I mean, there's a lot of waste and inefficiency that takes place with a lot of manual processing or paperwork that goes back and forth. So, you know, mm -hmm. the, the ability to electronically upload documents, you know, really significantly, uh, you know, reduces, you know, the labor uh, associated with that. And from, from the carrier standpoint, it helps them get paid faster, I would assume. So, you know, that, right. that you know, benefits them as well, because it's all about cash flow, you know, for, for a lot of those, uh, a, a lot of those folks. And ultimately, mm -hmm. you know, the, the more waste and inefficiencies you can eliminate from the system, like you said, you know, helps you to focus your resources on, on what matters, uh, what matters most. Uh, Prasad, go, going back to you now, and I'm going to shift gears just slightly here. Um, you know, th there's a lot of discussion at the moment, you know, uh, on on whether the the U.S. trucking market is heading to a recession or not. Um, and, and we don't have to go into the details. I'm kind of curious in terms of what your perspective is or what you're hearing from your, uh, you know, clients. And 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 Will, you can you can uh, provide your perspective afterwards, but. But does the business case for everything we've talking about right now with with digital transformation change depending on whether you're we're in a growing or a slowing market? Um, so the first question, I think, um, you know, whoever can product this more accurately, that you know, that person should be, you know, buying lottery tickets. Um, <laughs> you know, I've heard this. You know, some good friends, uh, great analysts in our industry have predicted there's going to be some recession. Some said, hey, it's not going to be that much. Maybe a small, uh, you know, slowness. Um, and I've also customer side. Some customers said, hey, there's a little bit softness in freight. Some said, hey what do you mean the softness we're doing record uh, months, right? Um, at, in my viewpoint, and Adrian, we've been in this industry for many years. Um, this, we are in an industry, it's not a one tail, right? Like it's not one story that goes every, across the board. The many pockets and many types of freight, many, you know, what are we talking about, right? So, so I, I can't really say whether this way or that way, I'm, I'm as curious, but I also feel like there's going to be a little bit of, it's not going to grow that much. Everybody's talking about it. it's not growing at the same rate it has grown the last two years, right? Or less than two years. Um, that's going to slightly change slightly for a little bit and maybe again, it will pick, pick up. That's what I'm assuming. Um, and uh, for our audience, uh, please take that with a grain of salt. I'm not an analyst. I'm, I'm an audience when it comes to listening to this. Um, but your second part of the question is extremely important, Adrian, because what you said is, you know, how is the digital transformation affecting if the market is going in recession versus not? That part, they're totally decoupled in my point. And the reason I would say that is, say for example, um, whether we have more trucks in the space or there are less trucks or, you know, there is a capacity crunch on one end of the spectrum, capacity really softness on the other end of the spectrum. That those are, you know, how the swing happens, right? But we are used to, as an as a industry, we are used to these peaks and valleys two or three times a year, right? So just because uh, something goes up and, you know, the capacity is Right. doesn't mean that all of a sudden there's more technology that needs to come in. It's more affecting the rates as opposed to the technology side. Similarly, when the capacity becomes softer, it's mostly affecting the, the rates. Right? But that said, technology curve is on a different timeline and we've already started that. So as Will said earlier, we're trying to really optimize generate efficiencies using technology 
and not have to like so the example he gave is absolutely great getting those lumper receipts on time if there is a discrepancy we can just quickly get that resolved while the trucker is still at the gate right um these things the technology what what can technology do is really uh, create efficiencies for brokerage which translates into efficiencies for the shipper efficiencies for the carrier in a time like this, let's assume that we are going into a little bit of a recession, trade recession. That's really important. Now, the, other, the same can be said in the same tone. If we go into a capacity crunch, yes, it's really important. Because all the players, when these peaks and valleys come in picture, we really lean on technology to help us through those. Um, and, and in many ways, we are in the early stages of digital transformation. You know, next five, 10 years, I, I expect this is going to happen at rapid pace. Um, we've heard the stories of some, you know, technology brokers, but everyone is a technology broker, right? This is the part I was, you know, I want to really say this loud and, you know, I, I want our audience to hear, at least my viewpoint is, um, not just because a, tech, a broker started with technology and became a broker doesn't mean they are technology brokers. You know, brokers like Napa Transportation, they all do a lot of technology in-house adoption that make them really tech-enabled brokers. And it's just that we, we're not using that word um, as much as we should in my viewpoint. Yeah, a, a lot of great points there. I mean, I think, you know, from my perspective, um, particularly any kind of transportation technology, is, it's, it's almost like um, agnostic to the current market conditions, right? Because when things are, are soft, let's say, um, and the focus might be a little bit more on cost reduction, well, technology is going to help you with cost reduction because it's going to help you, you know, uh, with, again, taking away waste and inefficiencies and, and so forth. And your people can do more with, you know, you can do more with less, right? Uh, but then in times of hyper growth, um, you know, technology is going to help you scale, right? Uh, and grow profitably, right? Um, so I think both, both sides, I mean, I think the, the, uh, uh, there's a strong business case, you know, depend, you know, regardless of what the uh, market conditions are. Will, any, any quick thoughts on your perspective on the question and what, uh, you know, Prasad mentioned? Well, I think, <clears throat> excuse me, um, the technology's here. It's already being used and integrated with the carriers. I don't see it going the opposite, going back from here, uh, I guess. Uh, what the future holds from a technology standpoint, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm pretty bullish on the freight market in general. Um, we, 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 we ship a lot of food and, and commodity type products. So um, there is, um, uh, I don't want to say some recession proofness to our business. That, that's not always the case, but we're, we've been very fortunate in the fact that uh, there's been a lot of demand for the products that we, we ship uh, because of the nature of, of the goods that we, um, we haul. So, um, I just, I just see that there'd be more integration down the road, um, with the technology deploying in different ways with the trucks, um, digital freight matching. Uh, I just, I just see there's a lot of opportunity there and, and as more carriers and brokers get, um, comfortable with the process and understand the benefits of using the, the freight matching platforms that we have at our disposal, then I, I just don't see it slowing down anytime soon. I think if anything, there's going to be more of a, a demand or need for it moving forward as, as people's, you know, they're trying to match all the different needs between shippers, carriers, brokers, all those pieces of the puzzle. You know, this, the thing that kind of binds us now today is the technology. Um, so without that, it's, it, it's very difficult to move forward. So I just, I see that there's probably more potential for it. And 
I, I don't see it, uh, you know, slowing down anytime soon. Right, right. Yeah, well, great point. Well, you know, as a way to wrap up then, Will, I'll start with you and, and then Prasad, you can, uh, you know, close us out here. Um, I mean, what, what advice, uh, Will, would, would you give to other companies that are just starting on their, you know, digital transformation journey? I mean, how should they get started? You know, any, any mistakes or things that they should avoid? Well, yeah, they certainly do need to get started at this point. I feel like if you're uh, thinking about it, um, you, need to, you, need, you need to get on board because that's where, that's where things are moving. Um, you know, like I said, carriers are already familiar with the, the a lot of the technology platforms. I know there's competitors out there that have different solutions, um, but for the most part, I found that carriers are are uh, familiar with and comfortable with the idea of using uh, tracking technology and, a, and, a, and an app on their phone to be able to have real time visibility uh, to their to their location. So I think that's a, a hurdle that's sort of already been maybe cleared by a lot of uh, brokers over the past few years, at least I've seen that in my personal experience. I, I remember seeing a lot more resistance with the, with the idea a few years ago, but now it's kind of just like, all right, we're going to do it. This is what this, this is what the brokers need and, and require of me to be able to haul load. So if you're a truck operating in North America now, you know, you're going to be asked to have some type of tracking technology software deployed for the load. I think trucker tools is a, is a good solution for that. And I think that if other brokers or other shippers are looking to get into the space, um, you know, I think they should start to analyze how much inefficiencies they have or what are they actually doing now that's preventing them from, you know, getting to the growth levels that they need um, and identifying where, you know, maybe where they're spending too much time on, you know, track uh, manual tracking of loads and figure out a way to create more efficiencies um, in that process. You know, there, there was a little bit of a learning curve for us, I would say to any other broker or shipper that's looking to get involved with the technology platform provider, you know, you have, have an open mind. Um, you know, there's going to be maybe some technology hurdles, uh, whether through integration with your TMS software, um, training with your team that you need to have uh, onboarded. So one of the things, you know, I've, I've seen over the past few years since I've been here is I've helped a lot of the new staff on my team, at least become familiar with the platform and understanding the benefits of it. So I, I kind of have to sell my team on it too, um, and, and what, what, how, how this platform benefits them. So if you're, if, if somebody's in a position of, you know, making a decision to whether or not to deploy that te technology for their, their team, I would say that, you know, gain the trust of your team and your department to show them that they have um, a lot of things to benefit from by using a technology platform such as Trucker Tools um, and just to get started. I mean, I think right now it's like, now's the time to do it. Um, you know, there's always, uh, a lot, there's a lot of carriers out there uh, looking for freight. You know, um, it's a good market to be in from a freight broker standpoint currently right now. And, and if you're if you're not currently using a, a technology partner to uh, provide tracking visibility, you definitely should. It's it's the time to do it. Great, a, a lot of uh, great great words of, of advice there. So, you know, certainly, you know, I, I would argue you, you probably should have been started already a, a few years back. <laughs> uh, but but secondly, you, you brought up some great. Uh, points in terms of, uh, you know, considering integration points uh, and, and training and the importance of training and communicating that. I think those are, those are great uh, words of advice. Uh, Prasad, any, anything to add to what Will just said? Um, uh, Will, Will said it very well. And, um, you know, Will, thank you very much uh, for all the kind words um, you, you have about Docker Tools. And uh, we definitely appreciate you as, as a great customer. Um, you know, for our audience, um, especially on the visibility side, what Will said, uh, 
totally support that. In addition, I would also add, you know, when you look at technology, don't think the technology is going to replace all your checkpoints overnight. Um, that, you know, you will start at your compliance at some percentage. It's between, I, I don't know, maybe, I, sh- I don't want to use zero and 100, you know, knowing what's happening. It's somewhere over, you know, 60% to maybe 80%, somewhere in that range you will start. And you, from that point onwards, have realistic goals on, you want to see your graph go up to over 90%. 100% is going to be always difficult, especially there's going to be one or two carriers who don't want to be tracked at all, right? Um, so, you know, getting it to over 90% is good. We have seen customers that kind of, you know, consistently get high 90s, but they have built it up to that point, right? So that's my first point. The second point is, you know, we definitely would want uh, you know, Bill's point is, is absolutely good. And Adrian, you made the same point. You should have already adopted technology, right? So when you buy technology, um, don't just buy it as a, I bought it off the shelf, this is it. But when you buy it, like, you know, certain things that NEPA transportation have done is, is marvelous, where they looked at what other things can this technology do? I can get, uh, you know, um, lumper receipts, so I can eliminate that work process. Um, you know, I can send the, the pickup number, so I, I can eliminate that part of the conversation with the carrier. So look for ways to get best out of the technology. And in that context, um, you know, if you're looking at trucker tools, we'd love to have you as our customer and we can educate this, but, you know, even if you're talking to other vendors, ask them, the vendor should know what are the best ways to use their software. Right. This is a very important question. You're putting the owners back on those, the vendor to come up with the best practices and the best ways to use their software. The third one, um, um, look for a vendor that consistently improves their product because you don't want to buy a technology that's outdated, right? Uh, or you know it needs to be upgraded. And the fourth point is um, definitely look for what happens when the technology doesn't work. Is there a support or a training in place? What's your customer success plan looks like? This is an extremely important questions to ask your vendor because you're establishing a working relationship with your vendor and that cadence helps your team. Like, you know, Will, Will you know, is a, is a good example. He's, he purchased the software, but his team is actually using it every single day. And when they have a, an issue, you know, they shouldn't be lost on an island, right? So this, these are important things for customers out there. And definitely we welcome you know, any new customers who are looking to adopt to technology. I know it's late, but come on board quickly uh, uh, to, with Structurals. Very well, thank you both. You, you both provided some great uh, you know, words of advice and, and things to think about uh, if you're just getting started on this journey. And we, I, I think we covered a lot of ground as well on you know, everything from you know, visibility, to you know the, the challenges and the problems with uh, you know check calls and then all the benefits beyond visibility. I think Prasad just mentioned that you know, you know thinking you know, visibility is a core part of uh, of the value proposition. But you do have things like electronic document uh, collection. You do have like freight matching that you talked about a little bit. Uh, Will I mean there's so many other aspects to the technology that are helping to uh, again drive efficiencies, take waste out of the the process, and help uh, you know companies such as Napa you know, grow profitably. So again, thank you both uh, for making the, the, the time to be with us today and, and sharing your uh, your insights and advice on this topic. So again, well, Prasad, thank you. Thank, thank you, Adrian. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate the time and having me.
Great. I want to thank those of you that joined us. Uh, if you're watching this episode on demand, either at the Trucker Tools website or on uh, Talking Logistics, and you've got a question or a comment for Will or Prasad, you can post it there. I'm sure they'll be more than happy to respond via that medium. Again, thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you in a future episode of Talking Logistics. Have a great day.